Transpotting contains adult language, juvenile humor, and honest depictions of trans joy. Consume at your own discretion. So, anyway, there was a, um, you know Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith, right? <laughs> yeah, I've heard oh, yeah, of it. Yeah, Okay. I've heard of it. So, there was, like, this fan project that took the Chinese translation and ran it through an English translator, and some people actually voice acted it, so you can look up the whole thing on YouTube, and, like, when it was retranslated... Revenge of the Sith became Backstroke of the West. And one of my favorite lines in that is when Anakin says, um, this is where the fun begins. It gets translated as game time started. So I just want to say that all the time now. Game time started. Hey, we're recording a new podcast. Game time started. <laughs> Should have that voice line play at the beginning of all of our all of our podcasts. <laughs> Game time started, and then the music. I love it. I'm thinking back to when we interviewed her and uh, the number of times that she said, uh, no judgment, this is great. The number of times that she said, I love it. Like, really. (laughs) I like had a little like, every time. Every time. It was a little fangirl moment. Uh I was like, that's on our show. (laughs) (laughs) That's how Uh, our show starts. It is. It's pretty nice. All right. Shall I do the intro? Let's go for it. Have at it. Okay. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Transpotting. I'm your host, Marcia. This is not my regular voice. (laughs) (laughs) I am your other host, Ruth. (laughs) And, and, And I'm your third host, Last but not least important, Celeste. Uh, we have a lovely, lovely episode for you today. Oh my god. Don't forget to file your paperwork, Wazowski. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, I think that's enough of that. I challenge you to do the whole episode in that voice. Uh, don't challenge me to do something that you'll regret. <laughs> Your voice will be shot at the end of the day if you do that. I wouldn't even get even close to it. It would be fine. Oh my god. This whole, this whole thing has been a setup for me to do my voice acting reel. Okay, okay. <laughs> there you go. This is your tape. This is your tape. Okay. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Transpotting. My name's Marcia. And we're excited for all of you to join us today. I'm joined by Riv Celeste, and we're going to be talking about probably, I think the topic that we chose for this season is what will it look like when we're done with the transition, and how will that be different from where we're at and where we started, and what would be the signs that we'll recognize when we see that? Is there anything else that... And the other things will probably come up organically, so yeah, we'll have our little conversation. Let's be chit-chatting. We'll just be chit-chatting. Okay, so first question I have for both of you. 
What percentage would you say are you away from being finished with your transition? And I put finished in quotation marks because, you know, there's a certain amount of just your lived experience that's always going to be part of that. But for like from where you are to where you feel like you'll be satisfied, where's your percentage? I think it's a really complicated question. It's a really complicated question and it's not simple. It is. But it's a moving target, I feel like, too. Yeah. Like, mm. some days, I feel like I'm basically there. Like, I'm very satisfied with where I'm at, all of the really cool changes I've had. There are still things in the future I'm looking forward to, as I've mentioned on the before, like bottom surgery. But, like, beyond that, I don't really know what finishing looks like. I don't know if I'll ever be like, ah, done. Like, I think... Bottom surgery for me will be the closest I'll ever come to that because everything after that will be pretty, I don't want to say superficial, but unimportant to who I am as a person, if that makes sense. I've, mm -hmm. I'm just about to hit my two year on hormones here in a couple weeks. Congratulations. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you. It actually, it was just a couple days ago. It came up on my time hop because I'm a loser and I still use time hop. Um, uh, two years ago, I took a screenshot of me making my Planned Parenthood appointment, and that was really cool, and, like, that was really scary at the time, and now I'm I'm super comfy with who I am as a person. Like, there are things I would change, physical things I would change, but ultimately, I like where I'm at, and I mostly consider myself done. I feel comfortable going out without makeup almost all the time. Like today, I don't have any makeup on. Please sub to our Patreon so you can see me without makeup. <laughs> and... <laughs> and yeah, I'm, I'm good. I've... It's... Some of that is a product of my environment. Like, I'm in a safe place now where I get to kind of just exist as I am. That's pretty cool. And I guess weaving into that a little bit, um, we've talked a bit about like fae and fairness and being a girl with a sprinkle on top, you know? And as I think as time has gone on for me or all of that, I think I'm becoming more of a quote unquote boring binary girl. <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. And I think some of that is just a product of my safe environment that I'm in. I'm safe at home, and I've been safe at home my entire transition, but I'm safe in public, too. And I feel safe in public, for the most part. Okay. How about you, Riv? <clears throat> oh, that, it's, it's layered. There's a, lot, there's a lot to explore there. Um, but yeah, I, I identified a lot of that same stuff that Sal said. Um, and just for our listeners out there, it's okay to be a basic bitch. It's really okay. Oh, yeah, okay. that was a joke. That was a joke. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Dry humor strikes again. I like pumpkin again. spice lattes, and I like driving Subaru Foresters. Actually, I don't have one of those. Right? If I did. I don't drink coffee anymore, but the only thing I miss about it is pumpkin spice, pumpkin spice lattes. So maybe I'll try some Get decaf. Your decaf. Live, laugh, great. love. My mom had that, like, God. stenciled on our wall back in Tennessee. No lie. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Ooh, okay. So I have, I'm going to go through some timeline stuff here. Okay. So 
it's going to be three years on HRT mm-hmm. in on November 20th. So almost there. Um, had bottom surgery at the end of last January or end of this January. Wow. I feel like I've had this pussy forever. Uh, <laughs> well, you kind of have, it just hasn't always yeah. looked like that. Um, oh, by the way, Ash says hi. And I bring up Ash Ash because they always, yeah, the best. They always tell me that. It's always been there. We just excavated it. (laughs) Exactly. Like that. Yeah. Uh, And then then they usually do an old-timey prospector kind of voice after that. Naturally. (laughs) Yeah. They're also a great voice actor. (laughs) Um, Okay. And let's see. The boobs are coming in nice. So, you know, that's happening. Um, I don't, I don't know. I'm in, in general, I think most days I'm pretty comfy in my body and my face and my voice. Um, but then there's maybe a day or a week where I'm just like, oh, I want everything to change. Nothing's good enough. I want to get FFS. I want to get a nose job. I'm like, you just got a big nose girl. It's fine. Just don't worry about it. Um, the, I, I think for me, when I think I will at least how I feel right now. I think I will feel like I am done when I've got facial hair removal completely done. So I've got like 75% of it and the 25% of it left is just the most stubborn. Oh my God, I hate it. Um, but we're, we're getting there slowly but surely. And I think once that, once that is done, I'm going to be happy to just sit back and not spend 150 bucks every two weeks and uh, let the HRT continue to do its stuff. Um, so I look back even like three months from, from now and I'm like, wow, that's a world of difference in my face and body. And, uh, yeah, it's just going to keep happening. Right. Yeah. Just let it do its thing. How about you, Marcia? It's interesting how you say, well, I'm not quite as far along as you two are. I'm going to have my two-year hormone-aversary in March of next year. So it's still a little bit of a ways away for me. But it's kind of interesting because as you were saying how, um, like Sel was saying, she's becoming more of a basic bitch. Um, You know, I almost am feeling like the other way where it's like, no, I like expressing this, like, masculine, non-binary side of me more. And as I start to kind of see especially at work right now like because I answer a lot of phones I kind of do reception work and um I like it gendered as ma'am like every all the time on the phone and when people come in and I've got my you know makeup on and I'm looking nice I'm like passing almost all the time I think part of it is like in a town like this people just don't really expect to see a trans person working there and so they don't you know And so it's like really easy for me to just kind of like blend in. And as I've got to blend in more and just be like, it's like, okay, this is nice. But um, also there's this side of me that's like excited to, sorry, I kind of lost my train of thought. But like, wants to express myself in like ways that you might not necessarily do as a basic as a basic bitch <laughs> a basic a basic girl um i like kind of having that extra spicy non-binary layer on top 
and I think I might lean a little bit harder into that in the future, so we'll see. I think for me, um, I really would like to get FFS. That's like kind of my holy grail, more so than any other thing. But, and then outside of that, I'd like it if my boobs were a little bigger, and I'd like it if I had a nice ass which I probably have to exercise to get, and I haven't been doing that lately. But then I feel like at, there's just going to be a point where it's like, okay, this body is just me, and it's like the parts of it, you know, it's beautiful, and it is what it is, and there's parts of it that I'm unsatisfied with, but there's parts of every single person's body that they're unsatisfied with. You don't have to be trans to have that unsatisfactory feeling, so... I think for me, as I've been getting closer to this two-year anniversary, I've been just kind of more and more recognizing that I am at home in my body, no matter how happy or unhappy I am with it, and just choosing to exist as whatever it is I am. And there's something really freeing about that and lovely, yeah. Yeah. Ah, absolutely. But, like, I have friends who call me they, them, and it's really uh, affirming to me, so... Hell yeah. I like the she, her, and I like the they, them, and about the same amount here, so, yeah. Right. And I feel like that's one of the, the shitty things about passing, is like, well, maybe I maybe I don't want to be invisible. <laughs> Ever think about that society? Maybe maybe I want to be in your face. Maybe I do want to shove it down your throat a little bit. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, I, I, I'm starting to feel more of the... Uh, I know I don't look like it, but I, I'm starting to feel more of that um, non-binary part kind of kind of seep into the fae part. Um, letting my voice relax a little bit more and not really worrying and dressing however the fuck I want. Usually it's, usually it's pretty gothy and people are just like, what are you doing? You're 30 something hey, something. it's never too old to be a gothy. <laughs> That's true. Oh, yeah. The only difference is, um, the difference between a goth and everybody else is a goth celebrates Halloween all year. <laughs> <laughs> You're goddamn right they do. Real. Real. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that. Yes. Just festivities. Festivities. But yeah, I, um, I deeply identify with the whole uh, idea of maybe we're not, sometimes maybe we're not actually necessarily feeling the dysphoria. Maybe, you know, we're at to a point where like everyone has issues with their body as well. And yeah, there, there's a fine line there, but I, I, there's this one creator on TikTok and I, I, their name escapes me right now, but on one of their videos, they were like, when I feel dysphoric or I feel dysmorphic or anything, I just try to think of myself as a little creature. I'm just a little creature. It's just my body. I'm just a creature. I have no expectations on me. Doing the best I can. It's fine. Mm -hmm. I was talking with somebody else who was cis, and it was about, um, we were talking about playing video games. And she really likes dressing up in all the cute outfits in video games. And I was like, oh, I really like, used to like to do that too. And then I kind of transitioned, and then all of a sudden it got really fun to do it in real life. And then um, now I'm starting to go back to, oh, it's fun to do it in video games too. But she was like, yeah, part of the reason I don't like to is because I don't have the body type to do all those cute outfits. And I like didn't even think about that. But like, same, same, 
some of those cute outfits that I'd love to wear just don't really have the body type for. But that is a not just that's tr common to humans, not just trans people. Yeah. And so I think as I start to get into the problems that are just kind of like problems that people have, less so than problems that trans people have, that's when I'll be done with my transition. Yeah. <laughs> It's just, that's such a hard line to find. Like, what is that? It's a really hard distinction to make because, like, we're all wrapped up in our own business all the time so much. And it's really easy to always put, like, oh, this sucks because I'm trans. And so, sometimes it's actually just, no, this sucks because I'm a human being. And mm -hmm. basically all other human beings, at least in the culture that we live in, has these same issues. Well, and it's complex yeah. because sometimes the things that suck suck a little harder for people who are trans. It's yeah. like, um, <clears throat> like when I was job searching, for instance, and I know there were some jobs where, mm, I mean, there's no way to say for sure, but it was probably like, oh, this is a trans person. We'd probably rather not have her. And then, so, but also just jobs hunting sucks in general. And it's really easy to be like, try to blame it on something like you can't control like being trans when maybe that just didn't have anything to do with their decision at all. You know, personally, it's easy. There was a time where it was easy for me to be frustrated and kind of blame that. And that's why I was having no success. Um, when I don't know that that's always the case. I know a weird little thing that I think one of the biggest things that's hit me recently of why I'm feeling more comfortable. And it's such a, small thing but my hair has finally reached a length that like I it's it's like where I want it to be it's no longer like oh I'm just speed running growing this thing out because it's so curly it takes fucking forever for it to grow mm -hmm. like I've not had like a real haircut in like over two years and like oh so like I'm able to see what I want what I've wanted to see for so long in the mirror, just, just by my hair. And that was a real, something I really struggled with early on of just like, Oh, I just got to fucking wait because there's nothing I can do about it. I mean, and, honestly, oh, the hair nice is a here. big thing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Nice. It's such a, such a like little thing. Hair. But yeah, yeah. Thank you. I like my your hair, hair too. Great. It's a bitch to take care of. And this is, this is a little bit of a tangent. I just got some new stuff for my hair. I got two different products, and then one of them, pretty sure it's the new gel I got, caused a horrific allergic reaction on my ear. So my no. ear is, like, oh no. bright red and scaly, and yeah, so that's fun. It's going to turn you into the, to the lizard from uh, Spider-Man. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's me, well, lizard. At least at that point, you can regenerate anything you need to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Regenerate that hair. <laughs> Finally have go. that green skin I always wanted. Uh, <laughs> perfect. Wait, I don't I don't think you'd have hair though if you were a lizard, so Oof. I take it back. Oh shit, wait. That's right, it would fall out. <laughs> but you'd have your green skin, so it's a fair trade. I would have my green skin. <laughs> now I'm imagining the lizard from Spider-Man wearing like a really long wig. <laughs> and, <laughs> Imagine Lizards is the uh, less successful band <laughs> of Imagine Dragons. It is. It's their really shitty cover band. It's a shitty cover band. Imagine Lizards. 
No, I can't aim for dragons. We're not that good. <laughs> We're trying to be realistic here. Uh, uh, I'll imagine lizards all I want. Oh. No one's stopping you. Wait, are you doing it right now? (laughs) (laughs) The eyebrows. (laughs) Uh, I feel bad whenever I do like facial expressions because people listening can't hear those. So you're going That's to have to I describe always, them. I say them out loud. <laughs> Thank That's what you. I do. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, listeners, uh, Marcia is raising her eyebrows in a suggestive manner, suggesting that she is imagining lizards. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's the name of the episode. There we go. We got it. It's the name of the episode. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, we planned that all along, listeners. We actually script our entire episode. The more you say that, the more untrue it sounds. <laughs> I've got my notes right here. I'm just reading off of my notes. Yeah. That's why I've got a second monitor, duh. Yeah, that we you know can't see because... would know. be the other thing that will be when I'm done with transitioning is when I don't feel like I'm a second-class citizen in Florida because we've taken over Florida. <laughs> We've turned it into a little uh, gay communist socialist paradise with we ethical like a trans flag with like skull and crossbones on it. Eth- ethical pansexual gay space communism, and we'll found it in go. Florida. Gay space commun. Wait, is so gay is modifying space in that sentence? So is space gay, or is the communism gay? Um, yes. Yes. Both, yeah. Okay, good, good, good. And it's space because it's sci-fi. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for clarifying. (laughs) (laughs) It's science fiction. We can write about what we want to happen in science fiction rather than what is happening. Yes. In science fiction, only in science fiction uh, will we uh, have Florida (laughs) stop being uh, run by... Correct. (sighs) That jackass. Yeah. yeah, that stuff can be a yeah. real downer because like my parents live in Florida and I just recently had to tell them like, hey, I can't visit you anymore. Like I just yeah. I can't. I can't. When I fly into the airport, I am not allowed to use the correct bathroom. So like I can't come visit you anymore. So there's a reason it has a do not travel advisory for trans people. Yeah, that sucks. It's but terrifying, like, honestly. And it's just you like think of the poor people who are stuck there. Our heart goes, hearts go out to you. Absolutely. Oh. It's just like, it sucks that there's uh, a refugee crisis in our own borders. And what's wild is most people don't know. My parents have a trans daughter, and they were unaware of this fact until I told them that this had gone in place, that this was happening. And like, they just moved there a couple years ago. So, I don't know, but. It's just like, wow, it would kind of be nice to be ignorant and not have to pay attention to that kind of thing. Yeah. That's that's definitely something I miss about, you know, being an ignorant little egg. And just, <laughs> like, I could avoid it. I lived in, you know, a lot of privilege. I was mm, white and, I guess, boy passing. So, 
Yeah, going from being perceived as a cis male in society to being perceived as a woman, you, and then also everything that's the trans experience on top of that, it's, you already know what it's, it's hard to understand the kind of like social stigma, maybe, until you kind of start to go through it yourself as a non-protected class. Because really the only protected class we have in America is probably, you know, cis white men. And so then when everybody else is complaining, you're like, oh, I don't see that in my own life, but I'm sure it's true for you. And then when you experience it yourself, you're like, oh, yeah, I see what you're talking about. It's it's very strange. Mm -hmm. I like almost never get perceived as a boy anymore. And I can tell just by how people interact with me. It's, it's especially interesting. It's always hard to tell. In Tennessee, when I lived in Tennessee, I could always tell on someone's face whether I passed or not. Like, it was an obvious thing. Now that I live somewhere where there are lots of trans people out, I would guess that the average cis person here can clock a trans person a lot easier than someone living some hillbilly in East Tennessee is able to clock a trans person. So, mm-hmm. like, I probably pass less here than I did back in Tennessee, but I'm treated with respect here, so. Yeah, you're treated like a person. Yeah. Just um, some damage control listeners. Uh, if you live in Tennessee, we are not calling you a hillbilly. Thank you. Oh, you are a hillbilly. I lived there. I'm allowed to call them that. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you're on your own. Sorry, derogatorily. <laughs> Turn this endearment. There's hillbillies all across America, not oh, just there, in Tennessee. Mm. And there are plenty here in Vermont too. So yeah, I'm just, That's I'm fair. just kidding. Vermont's, <laughs> you know, northern hillbilly. Hillbillies are honestly one of the most discriminated classes in America. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> so that that reminds me. So there's a comedian that I love. I followed him for many years called the liberal redneck i love this guy he covers trans issues he covers gay issues and he talks about how like the real like redneck outlook is about you know not trusting the cops and just letting people live their lives and like that's what he's all about and he's really cool i recommend him for those he's on twitter and probably other places nice i have some friends that would probably like that i've got some real queer redneck friends which is kind of fun and he's got that deep southern accent. It's it's good. It's good. Deep southern accents are cute. When you can I understand to, them. I had to move away in order to start liking them. Because it's all you hear. And it just... Yeah. You start feeling kind of insane. <laughs> well, I'm glad you got out of that. It sounds like a very difficult situation for you. It, it's so scary being surrounded by Southern accents, let me tell you. <laughs> I experienced it on the summer when the Southern accent has touched you. Mm-hmm. Touched my heart. <laughs> mm, okay. In a bad yes. way. Oh. <laughs> In a bad way. <laughs> oh. I want to go back to talking about hair for a second. Yeah, absolutely. Because I'm very... And also, I, I think it's funny that you use the term superficial when you were talking about 
of the end, end, quote unquote, end of your transition, because the end of mine is superficial. It's skin deep because of, you know, the hair follicles. Get it? Uh, I'm funny, damn it. You sure are. Um, (laughs) We love you, Riv. (laughs) When I got out of the hospital. Two drums and a cymbal fall off a cliff and Riv is there to make a joke. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Every time. Um, So regarding care, when I got out of the hospital for um, bottom surgery, my hair was like down to my boobs, right? But... I was in the hospital for nine days and my hair was completely knotted and tangled and wrecked because I have really fine hair. Yeah, I do. I have really fine hair. Um, (laughs) I believe you. Um, I mean, I can see that it's self-evident. Right. It, I chopped it to like here, like right at my jawline because it was was just so damaged. So we still, Ash, uh, for witchy reasons, saved the, um, the big long, (laughs) <laughs> bundle of hair and I miss it oh I miss my long hair so much but we're almost, we're getting there we're getting mm-hmm. there yeah in that sense I envy like wavy or straight hair because my hair is like this long it's like just under my chin but like I yeah. can pull it down to my nipples like it's ridiculous it's frustrating nipple length hair is the nipple. dream <laughs> mm-hmm. very specifically I want to Yours be able to else's. I want to be able to get out of the pool or out of the ocean naked and have the hair cover my nipples like some kind of mermaid. Yeah, pull off a little mermaid. Absolutely. And then the rest of the time, it'll just be in my face. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, yes. Yeah. (laughs) If I drive with with more than one window open in the car, just... (laughs) everywhere. I, I honestly don't mind having it hit me in the face. Um, oh, it pisses me off. It pisses yeah. me off. It pisses me off so much. Ponytails all the time. I live in ponytails. I, th- I think it's more like there was a long time that I just didn't have long hair that I wanted it. And so now when it hits me in the face, I'm like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Do that noise again. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm putting it at the very end of the episode. <laughs> Just one little. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> We're having. Qu- uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> that was just a slowed down version of it. <laughs> I guess you're editing this episode. <laughs> I guess. Oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I hair <laughs> still am learning to be happy with how I am even when I'm not spending a lot of time working on how I look. You know what I mean? I don't. Can you extrapolate? So for Elaborate, example, in the last apartment complex that I lived in, I didn't feel comfortable leaving my apartment unless I had, you know, spent time doing my makeup, had a nice clothes on, and, um, you know, at least put effort into my appearance. And now where I'm living is a bit more liberal, and I can just walk out without makeup, without even wearing a bra necessarily, and just kind of 
you know, not have to worry about how I'm perceived by people there. And to me, I think that that's something that's really, um, like, I used to have a little bit of fear around that and fear of being perceived as something that I wasn't or fear of being perceived as, like, somebody who's making, who's, uh, fear of being perceived in a way that I didn't want to be perceived. And now I'm starting to get more and more into that. Oh, it doesn't really matter how people perceive me. I'm just who I am. And that's kind of a fun, freeing feeling. For sure. Gods, I wish I were there. <laughs> I wish I were there. I'm definitely not there yet. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Probably the trauma. Yeah. Yeah. But good for you. That's fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Being able to do that and feel that way. And liberating, I, I imagine... Yeah, it's still a little bit scary, but then also I keep doing it and there's nothing bad happening, so <laughs> then you get a little bit more I feel confident. that. that <laughs> there you go. That's pretty similar to how I am. I remember, I don't know, it was when I was up here in Vermont, it was one random time that I was like, I need to go out and grab something from the store, but I really don't want to go put makeup on. And so I didn't, and like, it was just like, I got mammed the whole way through it. And it was just like... Oh, maybe maybe I am comfortable doing this. Just kind of go, and there's no like, there's no specific timeline that it takes to get to a point like that. It relies so much on the environment around you. It relies on how you feel about yourself. Because there are absolutely days I'm like, there's no way I would leave this house without doing something. Because like, we all have days like that where it just all the stuff isn't feeling quite right, and don't to put that out there and yeah i'm rambling a bit because i lost my end point something that i think I, is really important for us and everybody to know is that you are allowed to take up space yes. and you are allowed to good job you are allowed to you know <laughs> riv, riv is dancing around taking up large amounts of space <laughs> You're That's allowed to right. do that, yes, as is your right. Marcia told me I can do it. <laughs> yep. I did, yes. No, Marcia said. Uh-huh, I did, but yes. You, but you're able Anybody to do that without being given that, permission. Come to me. I'll, I'll, I'll set him straight. Or I'll set him gay, sorry. Oh. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you for correcting yourself. I love it. I love it.